Hello, movie friends. It's Ryan, your host of the podcast, There Will Be Movie Reviews. Um, I'm really excited for today because uh, we're going to be talking about two incredible, influential, awesome movies of our time. And uh, with me today, I have the great Noah Shigeras, a good friend of mine. Uh, Noah, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone? Yeah, hi. Thanks for having me. Uh, yeah, so I'm Noah Shigeras, and I am a huge fan of Marvel, Star Wars, like just cinema in general. Yeah. And um, I'm excited to talk about it. Yeah, so uh, what movies are we going to be talking about today, Noah? We're going to be talking about Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Awesome. Yeah, so uh, I'll just give you guys brief introduction about the two movies just so we're prepared and know what we're talking about so um here we go so infinity war we'll talk about that movie first so infinity war came out in the spring of 2018 this film is directed by joe and anthony russo written by christopher marcus and steve mcfeely this movie was nominated for one oscar for best visual effects came in at number one at the box office with just over uh, two billion dollars so i just re i remember um this film being so big and just so uh so important for that that year and was the it was the biggest movie of that year so this movie stars robert downey jr chris evans mark ruffalo chris hemsworth scarlett johansson and uh josh brolin as the great thanos the great villain of this movie um yeah so obviously there are a lot of more uh, great actors for this movie and you know this film brought every single character from Doctor Strange the Guardians of the Galaxy to friggin Spider-Man and put them all into one movie this is just Avengers on crack man look at the Hans, poster they they advertised it as the biggest like cinematic crossover ever it is and yeah. it was it was it was insane and i remember seeing it in the theaters and just being blown away and that was actually the first time i ever met you noah is or one of the first times i think i one met you them. was me, my friends and i uh went and saw infinity war and we went into the theater um that you were in just before um we were about to see it and we saw you and we came in and you had just finished the movie. right it just finished like the credits just rolled and I was blown away, like shocked. Like I, I remember being a little upset. Like they like this massive cliffhanger. Yeah. And I went to see the movie alone because I'm one of those guys who yeah. doesn't mind going to see movies alone. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, I just remember seeing you, and you looked like you just went through like a panic attack, like a freak out attack. Your heart was, I could tell you were like sweating. <laughs> You're about to have an asthma attack or something, and. Uh, it made it a lot more intense for uh, Cole and Nathan, who have actually been on the show before. You guys, all the audience members, you guys know them if you've listened to the previous episodes. Um, and I was watching it with them, and I was so nervous because I was thinking, oh, my God, what happened? Why was that guy, Noah Shigeras, freaking out like that? And, you know, it all made sense at the end. It all made sense. But we'll get to that ending in a little bit. Um, Let's talk about the be the very, be very beginning of the film. Uh, I think it's pretty, it's, 
when I, I got chills as soon as the film starts, you know? Well, just in the opening credits, it, it, it doesn't play the classic Marvel, like the epic music it plays with the Marvel Studios logo. Exactly. It's the call out from the ship Thor was on, the Asgardians. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And what a uh, little thing is the director of the original Thor from 2011, he's the guy speaking. He's going, uh, he's going, Mayday, Mayday. The Asgardian ship or whatever is actually Kenneth Branagh who directed the original Thor and he's speaking into just a little uh, and he's speaking into um, the mic or whatever and into the radio and telling. Yeah, that, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that scene is just it, it gets you into that mood right away. It's oh my God, something crazy is happening. You know, it's not a, right right at the bat, like, you know, like the Avengers or Age of Ultron, where they start off with a crazy intense action sequence. This is just introduction to crazy Thanos. No, it's so. the post of a battle that already happened that we didn't get to see. Exactly. With the, with the Black Order and the introduction of the Black Order with the characters like Ebony Ma, um, Corvus Glaive, all of those big guys. Yeah, um, exactly. It's crazy seeing all the dead bodies that they just, I guess kind of just easily killed because of how powerful they all are it, yeah it shows the power of thanos and his in the black order and this is where we're introduced to the great character of thanos so i think we need to talk about um thanos as a character he's probably he's at, at of our time he's probably the best known villain villain um you know i can't think of any other villain that really compares to him or is as well known as well, maybe thanos Darth Darth Vader, maybe. Darth Vader, yeah. Darth Vader or, you know, Joker from, like, The Dark right. Knight. Thanos is a really, really interesting character because some people might argue that his ideas and his ways of thinking, he's known as the Mad Titan, um, are correct. So what is Thanos' motive, Noah? What does is, what is Thanos want to do? So Thanos wanted to kill half the universe make balanced, everything yeah. balanced yeah and he was right like the universe was overpopulated especially on like certain planets mm -hmm. and he says to gamora in the movie like kids have known nothing but full bellies because there's been enough food for, for everybody to go around exactly and we even saw that in a bit of endgame at the start like how much the climate had, has changed i remember they were saying that there were whales in new york because of like the less pollution after the five years but exactly yeah, yeah he's, he's talks about how you know one this entire half would just prosper and be happy once they um once half of all living things were destroyed or killed um technically i guess they don't die they turn to ashes but his way and his method people can you know side on and think and it's also that's one of the reasons why his villain is so appreciated is because he has this really really strong motive whereas some many villains in a pop culture today they tend to just you know want to kill they just want to be the ruler which is you know seen before whereas thanos he doesn't you know at the end he doesn't want to be the ruler of the universe he, yeah. belie he believes and, in something. He and believes. that's what makes a good villain, is that a villain that you can think about. And is he really that bad? Exactly. Or... Exactly, yeah. yeah. And he's you could tell his strength, too, when he faces off um, Hulk at the very beginning of the film. He destroys, yeah. he 
kills um what's Heimdall. Heimdall, yeah, Heimdall. And even in kills Loki, and then Thor has no chance against him. Hulk faces him, and even Ebony, Ebony Ma goes, let him have his fun, like that, telling, mm -hmm. you know, letting him know that Thanos can obviously destroy him. And in the end, he, like, takes Thor, or uh, Hulk down. He takes him down. Right, I, I have this in my notes, that, like, when I first saw it, I thought that, like, I thought that Hulk could have put, put up more of a fight. Yeah. But I think that that Thanos is finishing, off, finishing him off so quickly just shows how much of an absolute unit he is. Yeah, I know. To, yeah, to get Hulk like that. Joe and uh, Anthony Russo, the directors, even announced before, I remember hearing this, that Thanos is actually stronger than the Hulk. They announced that to, um, to audiences and the people watching the film. And I was like thinking like, oh, what's, what's that going to mean? What is, what's going to happen to Hulk? Um, and then eventually you see Hulk going through a lot of struggles in this film and, um, and you know, to, having, having to deal with performance anxiety. Huh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Character Just, development with the Hulk. Character development. Exactly. From like yeah. Thor Ragnarok and yeah. first Incredible Hulk. Yeah, yeah. This, this film we see um, a lot of development. Like it kind of takes place like a... Um, with the same structure of after civil war has happened. So a lot has changed since that one. And so we see, you know, Tony and um, Captain America are, don't, aren't on speaking terms. The Avengers have broken up and it's not looking good. And this entire film actually, which is pretty interesting, you know, Captain America <laughs> and Iron Man don't even meet each other in this entire film. Which I know. Interesting. I remember when I went into it, I was expecting them to have like a big reunion, like for the final battle. Yeah, I know. And but yeah, there's <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy don't even meet like uh, Spider. Oh yeah, that's no, they meet Spider Man. Um, they don't even meet like the Wakandans or uh, anyone. Right. Yeah. So those are the two battles that take place: is uh, up on Titan and then in Wakanda. Um. But yeah, uh, well, I mean, that we talked about the uh, it's like the very first few minutes of the film, there's like a whole two and a half hours left. I know, in the movie. yeah, and um, yeah, so next we see Doctor Strange, uh, character I, I was watching today, I was watching Doctor Strange, and oh, were in you? This, yeah, in this film, he's much more um, developed, and you can tell he has much more intelligence with um sorcery and he's known as the sorcerer supreme yeah he, he was he was, he was also like a different character at the start of dr strange like a really rich wealthy surgeon yeah and then like he his character grows a lot yeah and um they even state the filmmakers the, or the writers of the film even talk about how um he's now considered one of the more powerful characters of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And the writers also wanted him to have come off as sort of the adult in the room throughout the movie. And that's kind of what he is. Him and Tony have this great um, chemistry between each other. Uh, they don't really get along and they don't really like each other. And they, you know, they make fun of each other and, you know, he, uh, Dr. Strange even says, he states like, he goes, I'm here to protect your reality, douchebag. And he's like, mm -hmm. they're making fun of each other. 
Um, but yeah, I think his character, Doctor Strange, is really cool in this film. But yeah, if we want to talk about some of the uh, fight scenes, I think. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to talk about that. But there's that one scene that I love is when Hulk is like, he has crashed through the um, the temple, I guess, or the um, sanctum. The sanctum, yeah. And he, he's like, goes and he goes, Thanos is coming. Thanos is coming. I just, mm-hmm. that scene was like so intense and mm-hmm. so crazy. And then, and then it after, flashes. It, yeah. it does, goes the logo and it flips. It's like, it, Infinity War. Yeah, it has the big music. Da, oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. yeah, and yeah. I love that part. Um, again, with these characters coming together, you talk about how it, there's that scene after where Ebony Maw and um, what was his name? Corvus Glaive. The Corvus Glaive is the guy who Black Widow stabs. Oh, it must um, have been. It's it's the big guy, like the yeah. monster. Yeah, and he that they arrive on Earth. And I love that scene where they just hear the sound um, and Doctor Strange's hair is moving. And they come out and Iron Man ha- finally has that nanotech oh, yeah. armor. And that's so cool. That was and awesome. I love that His nanotech part. is so cool. And like just little details, like he goes and takes off his glasses. Yeah. And his glasses absorb into the suit. Yeah. For his nanotech. Yeah. It's, I know. I know yeah. what you mean. Um, yeah, and that, that fight scene's pretty good. And this is when we're introduced to, um, Spider-Man's care, Spider-Man coming into this. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think we got to talk about the Iron Spider, man. <laughs> I think that is one of the dopest suits yeah. in the entire, like, it, I, I, I freaked out when I saw that. Like, he goes, Mr. Stark, it smells like a new car in here. And wow. that, it, yeah, that's a really good impression of Tom Holland. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I really, I think the Iron Spider, I think the Iron Spider suit is super cool. But I kind of, what I'd prefer about it is if it was a little more vibrant. I think it's a little dark for Spider-Man. But mm. Well, we're introduced to it, to it in the end of Spider-Man Homecoming. and Yeah, that's true. But he's not wearing it. But he, he comes in and he's wearing it finally. And that was pretty awesome. Um, I think that was pretty neat hmm. for the film to do. And the Iron Spider is such a... It, it's in the comics, too. Right. It, came, uh, it comes you know, straight from the comics when Spider-Man um, fought in the Civil War with, on Iron Man's side. And it's pretty accurate, too. There's it's like, a, yeah, it is. Uh, especially the four legs that come out of his back. That was, like, the big part of the oh, Iron that, Spider. That was so cool, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's, um, yeah, there's a couple things. The Iron Spider is just... It's pretty cool, but after that scene is when we're introduced to the Guardians of the Galaxy, man. Oh yeah, that's, they come in with Rubber Band Man. That's oh. that was awesome. So I love that whole part of it. You know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, they they have that great sequence where you know you're reminded of their characters again, where they're sit or where they're singing Rubber Band Man, flying through space. Um, it, yeah, it's awesome. It, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. But the cool thing about that, so James Gunn, all the monologue that uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy are doing, all or all the dialogue between the two, all between the characters, is all written by James Gunn. Really? Yeah, it's all of it is. Yeah, so that's not the original writers who wrote the. Right, well, uh, 
Yeah. That's, and, that's cool. I like that. But it makes sense too, to do that because mm -hmm. they're I his think, characters. Like, yeah, exactly. The, um, yeah. But yeah, they're, yeah, they're his characters and it makes sense. You know, you, you have that appreciation for them and it's, if they, you know, who knows if the other writers had written for, um, the Guardians of the Galaxy might have been different and not the same as what we know. You know, the the dialogue between those characters would have been could have been a lot different and not how we we saw yeah, them before. Probably like less comedic because like just the little things back and forth, like like Quill worrying about him being fat. Yeah, like Rocket says you're sandwich away from being fat. Yeah, he he actually <laughs> I, I noticed something. Well, like I noticed Chris Pratt had gained a little bit of weight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he he was actually, a little chunky in that he movie. Was just a little bit, yeah. <laughs> he was technically like one sandwich away from fat. Like he's like, he's not fully there, but he's almost there. Um, like uh, not, not what he was in um, Guardians of the Galaxy 1. Yeah, I know. He's freaking yeah. jacked in that movie. It's ridiculous. Yeah. From uh, Andy Dwyer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sweaty, and, sweaty and fat Andy Dwyer um, from Parks and Rec. But yeah, yeah. Um, how do you feel? I have a question though. How do you feel yeah. about um, Vision as like a human now, technically? Because in the in this like at the beginning where we see Wanda and Vision in the house or in their apartment or whatever, Vision's back to being a human, I guess, or it is in human form. Like, how, how do you feel about that though? Like, right. I, I well, um, a comment that that Tony makes is that Vision's evolving. Yeah. And that, and I think that like that foreshadows um vision in like his human form and then i don't know it's really cool and then especially after watching wandavision like wandavision just finished it was really sweet seeing wanda and vision together before like um vision yeah. dies but yeah I, I like it yeah do you remember uh do you remember all the yeah i just i i remember seeing that scene and being th thinking it was pretty interesting right. to, i was confused though yeah <laughs> and also another thing that's interesting is wanda has lost her accent uh her accent it comes back in wandavision a, a little bit yeah it does it does when she's not in the uh right it, it, she's not in the little realm or world mm -hmm. and when yeah. she's mad she gets it so. yeah but i think it uh, as like in civil war it's less and then uh it progresses over time um but yeah and then we see there's a bunch of different changes from the other films now uh black widow blonde and i think that's to cover up because that's after interesting War. yeah yeah and then also so is uh and then captain america has a beard and wasn't Lots. his character's name nomad or something like that i'm nomad. pretty sure that was like his code character name oh in i don't the comics, know in the comics because, was it okay yeah that happens and it, this is this is all after civil war because and now he has a star taken off um, yeah that kind of like that kind of symbolizes him like being a kind of a like he's against or the government doesn't like him because yeah he didn't sound he's a fugitive right now yeah, yeah yeah and so and he's got no shield either he has no shield um too which is a big part of captain america so he's not technically not really captain america and at that part um but yeah i i think a key part of this film is characters have changed so much and with every character yeah you can see black widow uh thor 
has changed his character has developed and i think he's at like the top of his development in this film and i think we should talk about that there's that whole fight scene at the end which is great and we should get into that a little bit later but um i just love that i love that so much do, do you remember um like watching press and press releases and like uh scenes of in interviews like that before uh watching infinity war uh kind of yeah i yeah i remember that i remember this like um like all the actors being interviewed on like tours and stuff yeah well something interesting yeah there's a little fun fact so tom holland was actually he was not allowed to read the script for this movie since mm -hmm. he revealed too many secrets for spider-man homecoming and in one of the promotion videos uh, for the movie, several of the cast members are in, in an interrogation room, refusing to reveal any spoilers. And and Tom Holland's mouth is um, is taped shut, <laughs> and they have it like taped shut in this in a part of it. Yeah, in one of the interviews. And then Mark Ruffalo is also really worse with it. And uh, something funny is like he re revealed that he was uh, given a fake script due to his habit of accidentally spoiling past marvel movies and he jokingly claimed in an interview that the fake script was better than the original one <laughs> yeah uh, no uh, i remember i remember a clip of mark ruffalo and don Cheadle. oh yeah and mark ruffalo was like wait till he or like he says something was like everybody dies and don Cheadle was like, <laughs> you know i i've gotten to the point where i thought that that was um fake i think i thought yeah. it was staged i thought it was you might think differently but i thought it was staged because he goes it it's kind of perfect because i i watched it before seeing infinity war and i was thinking like oh my god wait what does that mean he said everyone dies not everyone and in the end of at infinity war not everyone dies not everybody like you know half yeah exactly and oh. so he goes Everyone dies. Do do do. Not everyone. Not everyone. And yeah, it might have been fake. But yeah, how's the? How do you think the comedy is in this film, though? Like how? Oh, how I think it's good. Like I was, I laughed. I lol'd, laughed out loud <laughs> a few times. Like every time I watch it, um, it's, like yeah, it's especially with um, any any comedic parts or any uh, guardians yeah, of the galaxy right parts, especially with them when they're they have good chemistry with like tony and uh in spider-man and dr strange oh yeah tom holland robert downey jr have really good on-screen chemistry chemistry they do they do so, definitely yeah they flow together really well and you know you know that line uh, drax's line i'll do you one better why is gamora <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah he goes <laughs> that one yeah, so that was actually ad-libbed by Dave Batista. Mm -hmm. And in an interview with uh, Dave, uh, Dave Batista, he says that Chris Pratt actually gave him the idea for the line. And another an interesting thing, so Tom Holland said that although he's a big fan of Chris Pratt, he loved working with him. Their scenes together were often challenging. Pratt's tendency to joke in and out of character made it hard for Tom Holland to keep a straight face, which is... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, and I've heard I saw that. that. Yeah. And and yeah, like just all the comedic cars, like especially that one sequence where Tony's talking about the plan and Drax is yawning. He's like, "Are you are you yawning right now?" And <laughs> just like kick or take, was it 
kick names take ass yeah yeah kick names take ass yeah silly like one-liners yeah it's good and it's really good um i just remember yeah and i think we should talk about because i want to get to end game soon and then we can talk about the comparison between the two but i think we got to talk about um that final fight scene so obviously thor's character has developed and he's gotten freaking uh Stormbreaker, Stormbreaker yeah. man, that thing is fucking dope, man. It is Holy so shit. cool. That thing is oh. awesome, and that's it can uh, yield the Bifrost. I think that's what he said, or something yeah. like that. He can, yeah, it can summon summon the Bifrost and go to like different planet to planet with it, and that's just awesome. And that's what's helping his character become Thor, like the the freaking god of thunder. He is like incredible he's so awesome he's awesome with mm-hmm. that and every time every time that scene comes in where he's coming where thor where thor groot and um uh rocket, rocket are coming down from the bifrost and his hammer comes out and it's the avengers theme and then he's like uh, bring me thanos yeah and, and he just jumps up and it's kind of like there's like this boom when he jumps yeah and he slams his hammer down like just like my full body chills every single time i know yeah it's it's pretty awesome it's one of the coolest scenes i've ever yeah another scene i love is when they're like when the wakandans are crying you know he goes when uh they're crying like you bombay and all those like little lines are and and mbaku comes in with his team and they're about to fight and i love that scene where um Captain America and Black Panther are just like running and they're like a, so much faster oh, than yeah. everyone. Was... And that that's a little reference to Captain America Civil War where they're running with the cars. Right? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And so what they do is they use like you know in uh, airports how they have those uh walking carpets or whatever I guess you call them yeah. like those, and um that, that just make you go faster yeah and so they use those but they speed them up and then they use that and implement that into the scene and it you can see them it, it actually kind of looks like it because they're just going so fast and <laughs> so quickly and it's awesome and i i love that part of the movie where it yeah. really shows off this extra strength that um black panther and captain america have right um, because like they have the super soldier serum and the black panther flower thing yeah yeah so. yeah it's awesome and um i think another great part of that is um wanda comes out of nowhere and she just like she her character has that big scene and a lot of characters have that their little scene where it's just like whoa like where'd that come from and she like just destroys an entire army yeah or that like that that thing on wheels that like those uh, i don't even know they're like they're these like blades. up the dirt yeah yeah and so like she just picked one up with her powers and took out so many like she's so cool and powerful yeah and um okoye uh, she goes why was she up there all this time <laughs> and yeah yeah <laughs> and I, I yeah that's perfect because like yeah why was she there up all this time she's using all those crazy powers um but yeah, I th- thing that was kind of controversial with this film is the ending of how it's so dark and 
it's that's what so, I love about it though. That I think that yeah, that's what I love. It's it you've never seen a Marvel movie where with this many character where this many characters die. It's and mm-hmm. disappear. Um Tony has that guilt of feeling that it's his fault. And I think everyone has that feeling where oh yeah, their fault. Um like it's survivor's guilt, they all feel probably. Yeah, exactly. And everybody dying what I love is that thunder that they have when they start to go mm-hmm. away, they have the thunder playing over and right. it's so good. And you see Thanos's true power, you know, obviously Thor's got to have that killed because he has just t- mm-hmm. taken his ax and friggin' he, he goes, you, you should have gone for the, head. Oh yeah. That's like, that's like this whole, like a big part of his character in Endgame is him being feeling guilty. Yeah. Cause he could have, he should have gone for the head and um it's it's terrible what happened because because of that and he ends up doing what he said he was gonna do he kills half of the living things in the universe and he murders what trillions i guess what they say but it's definitely more than trillions oh yeah like the entire universe like yeah like their galaxy I think it's more than their galaxy. Like he, I think it's like the entire multi, or not the multiverse, but like. I th- ne- well, I would assume so over. because yeah, I think it would. I think it, well, if he's talking about the universe, I wouldn't say it's the like galaxies. Like our, I guess the Milky Way is our galaxy, right? Yeah, and then there's yeah. like the, the Andromeda galaxy, which is like our neighbor. Yeah, I would think because he's talking about the universe, but there's over there's other universes too. There's multiple, mm-hmm. but I think it was just this universe that he's talking okay. about that he's living in. But like. He's and yeah, in that one scene where it's Tony's feeling that guilt, and where Mr. Stark, where he's like, where mm-hmm. Spider Man, oh my god, when Spider Man dies, yeah, that was sad. Oh my god, and I was, <laughs> I was tearing up there. He's saying, mm-hmm. I don't want to go, I don't want to go. It's, yeah, it's but before terrible. we get into the ending, I want to talk about Star Lord freaking out on. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god, yeah. So, like, what do you think about that? Like, do you think, is is it all his fault? Yeah, or... it is all his fault. It's it's it, definitely, if, it, well, I think that's important because that's something that people grieve over and get mad at. Just like, oh my god, if he didn't let his feelings get it. And when I'm watching that, I think of all the situations where they should have, like, you know, Nebula's, Nebula's just by herself doing nothing. Yeah, you know, and just she's watching. Or, she's yeah, just like... My father, my father killed uh, Gamora, mm-hmm. and but and yeah, but also I wanna I wanna give my opinion on Star Lord. Yeah, and so with him, I remember like I originally was like, oh, it's all his fault. Why did he do that? But then I heard Chris Pratt in an interview. He was saying how like how he sympathized or yeah or yeah sympathized with um Star Lord because like he lo- his he lost his mom his uh his dad or he had to kill his dad yeah um, his yondu his yeah yondu uh gamora and then he he just lost gamora like the only person he loves and who loved him and he was just angry and so like he yeah i don't know but still the thing is yeah there's a little thing about that that doesn't make any sense is because you know, it could have been stopped, obviously. Like, they could have just stopped mm-hmm. him. Like, Nebula, which was, like... He could have still, like, been super mad at him. But he... You know... 
who was it? Yeah, Nebula is on the side just watching. She could have just been like, seen him hit. She's like watching him hit uh, Thanos, and she's just like, uh, just like watching him. And that she could have you know, like intertwined mm-hmm. and just like got him. And oh, or even back. even Tony could have like because Tony could have like grabbed him. Uh, yeah, Peter I know. would have gotten it off. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm but, sure. Like Spider-Man would have been fine. So many, like, off. so many things. But I mean, yeah. of course, he didn't. He'd hit him, and then now we have Avengers Endgame. There's one little thing I need to talk about, though. Is uh, Red Skull, man? Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I was, I freaked out when I, I saw, it, when I saw it. I think everyone, but you know, I remember like. Where you know there's that one stone that's missing, the soul stone. Yeah, the soul stone. And oh yeah, that was one of the biggest questions going into Infinity War. Like, how can Thanos get all the Infinity Stones if we've never yeah. seen the Soul Stone? Yeah, and they it was like it was crazy. It was like I remember like I remember looking at Nathan and Cole and just going, "What the what, what, Red Skull? Red Skull? Red Skull?" No. Oh, and, and that was kind of I kind of knew because at the end of First Avenger, he just goes up into space, and you're like, right. "Where did he go? He's not not dead." And I remember after seeing the First Avenger and like talking about it with my friends, I'm like, "There, we were all just like, he's not dead though. He's not. He just went up into space. He didn't see like his body get torn apart or die. He just went up into space, and now he's a keeper of the Soul Stone, and that was pretty intense, but." yeah, yeah and is. also a uh, fun fact that's not the original actor i know Red Skull. It, it's the act the original actor is hugo weaving yeah he, what, he he didn't want to do it i think yeah that was what i heard what they used is this guy ross marquand from he's in the show uh the walking dead and he's also this great like Im- impressionist or um, uh, impersonator i guess yeah and yeah. he does like a lot of celebrity impressions like that and so he, I guess he could do a Hugo weaving from, uh, and mm-hmm. so he did like a really good one there of, uh, yeah, uh, it, it looked just like, I mean, it's, of it's course, all CGI. It's all CGI. His kid. Oh, was Red Skulls CGI? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Cause yeah. And yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, that is true. So Avengers came out in, Again, the spring oh, yeah. of 2019, again, directed by Joe and Anthony Russo, written by the same writers, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, nominated for one Oscar for Best Visual Effects, came in, in at number one at the box office that year, earning $2.7 billion, and now stands at what it was standing at number one uh, uh, highest grossing film of all time, but then just lost i think it was yesterday to avatar yeah again avatar came in at number one after the re-release in china oh yeah and i was pretty sad about that because yeah i mean it's you know it's whatever like no yeah like avengers endgame it's only been out once and it made it made about like 1.4 billion dollars in opening in the opening weekend yeah i remember that yeah Uh, so that's that's kind of like that's more impressive than yeah because uh, everybody 
Avengers Endgame is like it was the first film to reach over one billion dollars in its opening weekend mm-hmm. in theaters, and that's pretty. That's yeah. pretty crazy, man. That is pretty insane. And um, also, before we get into it, I remember when the trailer dropped for Endgame. Yeah, and um, I remember it was September or October. Yeah. I was I was up early morning to go to swimming practice, and it was like. It was just called new. It was just called Avengers yeah. official trailer, like nothing yeah. very basic. And then the name drop at the end, the End Game. I was freaking out. Well, what they oh. did, yeah, it's it will. They say End Game throughout the entire, like all all the other Avengers movie. They say it in what was they said it in um, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. They say it in the Avengers. Do they? Too. Yeah, he goes up there. Or no, that's in Age of Ultron. He goes up yeah. there. That's the end game. Uh, Tony says that. Mm-hmm. And but I'm pretty sure it's said in other movies too. I think it's no, it's said in Infinity War also. It's we're in the end game now. Right, right. Yeah. And I think it was yeah, I think it was Doctor Strange that said right. that. But then Joe Russo, I remember he pulled a sneaky on us. He said the name of the title or like the title of the next movie was not said in, in, in Infinity War. Yeah. It's just did. like a blatant lie. Yeah. <laughs> and so for yeah, for this film, Robert Downey Jr. was the only actor who read the entire script. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's like it, yeah. kind of what kind of weird because like like not even Chris Evans or Chris Hemsworth. It's shot in like such an interesting. It's shot in such yeah. It's shot in such an interesting way. Like a lot of the time, they're only allowed to see the script at when they're like right before shooting, and then they do their scene, but not the other scene. So they like I remember Tom Holland like he has no idea what's going on, which is kind of not good. Like you know you you kind of like wow the actors aren't don't even know like what they're doing and how they're acting like, you know if they read the entire script maybe they'd be able to de- develop their character better and maybe they'd make have a better performance not saying that their performances aren't good but i mean if they read the entire script i'm sure it would have been a lot better it could have been at least you know with the other possibilities and character development whereas like you know i remember in like interviews after like tom Holland's like saying like oh i don't even know what the film's about i have no idea what's going gonna happen you know don't, well don't yeah but also also, Tom Holland was like barely in it, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually pretty interesting. Like, well, no, he even for Infinity War, he was like that. Yeah. You no, know, but like, yeah, it's pretty interesting though because like Captain America in Infinity War, he's only in it for six minutes total. Hmm. Yeah, it's just pretty crazy. It's interesting. Yeah, and Gamora is the second highest. For, yeah. Uh, Infinity War. She is, Th- Thanos was, is the highest, right? Yeah, it was 29 minutes for Thanos, and I think it was 19 minutes for Gamora. And she was second. Thanos is kind of the main character in Infinity War. Yeah, really he totally is. He's the. It's more of a film about him. Yeah, you could call where, it Thanos. Yeah, whereas in Endgame, this fi- the film's more about... Um, like the, the Avengers. Avengers, the Avengers, and the more or so the original Avengers, because the original yeah. Avengers are the ones that survive. And yeah. whereas like Thanos is barely in uh, Avengers Endgame, and he's more of a side character, main, mainly for the last battle. But um, if we want to start with Avengers Endgame, we can talk about this in- intro is pretty good. Yeah. Oh yeah. With, what, uh, what, which one do you think was better, Avengers, Infinity War or Endgame? Uh, Endgame. Just coming. Like, um, and I forget the song. Is it called like 
Rockstar. Dear Mr. Fantasy. Dear Mr. Fantasy, yeah. Like, it opening with that and then with Tony and Nebula on the... Yeah. On the ship. It was... But you, yeah, and but the scene with uh, yeah. where Clint and Hawkeye's. Oh right, that scene. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, I forgot about that. I almost like teared up right when that happened. Yeah, that I was know. like sad. When I saw family I, I, died. I, I saw Endgame with you. I remember. Yeah, yeah, it was you, me, and Cole. Yeah, and um, that I, I liked it. I you know I thought the song was interesting to it but i have to go with infinity wars better because mm-hmm. that infinity war set the mood i was like oh shit man some something's bad is gonna happen um i i knew yeah i knew that something bad was gonna happen in infinity war but and end games final or uh, intro is definitely good though too but um this is the one where we have three new characters i guess um ant-man is in endgame um he's a recurring character or main character yeah and uh hawkeye as um ronin and 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 captain marvel captain marvel yeah how do you like captain marvel (laughs) like i'm not a captain marvel hater but i didn't I went into I went into the movie Captain Marvel with really high hopes and like I was like oh I think this is gonna be a good movie with a nice female cool female character it was garbage yeah. <laughs> I did not I did not like Captain Marvel and then it's so corny and oh my god man it is uh, it's so corny and cheesy and uh, it's such an unlikable character I'm sorry no like she's I so, she's so it's the cheesy one liners like. What, what's it's like higher further faster oh my higher God. further faster baby shut the hell up like <laughs> no but i think i think captain marvel is gonna become a better character in the future that like captain marvel she's cool nah she isn't cool she's the well, only okay the final battle i'll talk about that in a minute yeah because it is good but captain marvel she's like just a like get out of the way man like yeah thank god she's not in it that much in endgame like mm-hmm but I remember like, I was I was worried that she was gonna be like a main character in it. Nah, luckily she's not. And like, yeah. she thinks she's the shit, man. She does. You can tell she does. She's yeah. like, you know what I hate more is like, why does she have to stand like by herself at the top in the end of uh, Tony's funeral? Like she's like at the uh, above the stage uh, above the stairs above everyone, showing her everyone that she's higher than everyone shut the fuck up man no chill Uh, yeah and i remember when she was first introduced she was like or i don't know they were talking about thanos and then she said well this time you have me or something like that or (laughs) it's total brie larson yeah and then and then don Cheadle's like all right new girl shut shut up yeah we're a team here like yeah (laughs) Yeah. exactly and yeah the opening's good i think yeah, I I personally think that Infinity War is better, but yeah, um, it it's it starts off where I I love how they built it up in a way where they de- defeat Thanos Thanos, but they end up, um, and they end up killing him, but really, you know, at mm-hmm. what did they win it, it, by killing him? Nothing. Nothing. They go, they kill Thanos. Done five years later yeah exactly they have the slow clip oh man i remember later. that like 
I remember it was like a black screen. It was like five, and I was like, no, years. <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. That, Oz. <laughs> yeah, and that whole scene of like them killing um, Thanos is only in the span of 20 minutes. So they have now two hours and 40 minutes left just to figure out how to get them back. And that's uh, pretty intense, man. And it gets pretty, it gets pretty good. How do you, how do you like the time travel concept? I was about to ask you the same thing. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It's kind of like a touchy, like topic, subject, exactly. time travel. But I think they did it in like, they did it in a good, enjoyable way. But there'll always be like time travel haters, but I don't like know how else or I couldn't I, I couldn't come up with a better story other than yeah. time travel. I'll tell you something interesting though. Yeah. Is um so the end of Avengers Infinity War left the writers trying to write their way out of a corner while they just considered time travel to as an as the answer. They also knew that that was the stupidest idea they could possibly have. But the Ant-Man films argued otherwise, you know, so that's a big part of Ant-Man and the Wasp as they offer up like seeds of a time machine and ultimately won them over as time travel allowed for multiple scenes highlighting the emotions of loss, reunion, and redemption. And that's a big part of this time travel concept. It's, yeah, yeah, it escalates and highlights loss, reunion, loss with, say, um, with Black Widow reunion where Tony meets his father again. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really nice scene. Yeah, that was a good scene. And then Redemption. Um, I guess you could say another part with reunion is with uh, where Captain America has reunion. You could also call that Redemption, I guess, too. And Redemption right. with uh, Thor because he's redeeming himself into... And he's worthy still. With that. Yeah, and becoming a better character. Um, and that that's, that's what kind of emulates this a creates that great idea of time travel and makes it much more easy to identify and uh cope with but after i watched it i thought you know it is a touchy subject because there's so many like okay but you know now what's going on with thanos or what's going on with loki you know he right and well we're gonna find out with the new loki show yeah it, but there's so very many, interesting. There's always questions with time travel, and there's always mm-hmm. other ideas and po- so many like possibilities with time travel to think of, and it's it can be confusing too. Which is like, it, like do you think all these because how it works is like every time you do something, it, it splits off into a branch timeline. Yeah, so there's definitely different. a timeline where Thanos is still alive. If you think, oh about yeah, it. so <laughs> like, so I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's kind of. I don't know. It's weird. Maybe we'll, like, it'll touch on that with Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. I'm like, sure. The multiverse, yeah. different timelines could be, like, kind of the same thing. Yeah. That'll be exciting. That'll be good, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple key things that happen after that five years. So we see um, Captain America. He's kind of at those little, like, meetings talking about um, – after they have what did they call it, the blimp or whatever the blip yeah blip, or no yeah. they call that's after that's the blip when, is when they come back yeah i guess I they just call this like i don't know what they snap, call it the probably. snap yeah the snap yeah exactly like they all know the events of what happened yeah and so it's 
pretty good with that. I have no, like, you know, Captain America, he's just helping out people that are struggling. Uh, Black Widow, she's just like, I think she's, she's basically just at the Avengers HQ doing really nothing. Um, Maybe like a bit of depression, maybe. Yeah, I was about to say, I was going to say depressed Black Widow is just, yeah, yeah, she definitely is facing depression. Um, um, And then friggin' Captain Marvel, man, fucking that bitch is there. And, (laughs) she's oh my god no i like that i like i mean i didn't mind that scene with like everybody on the hologram yeah rocket yeah that was um okoye from wakanda yeah more machines there yeah um yeah it's good and i i i i kind of understand the idea of you know implementing paul rudd's character or uh, ant man scott lang into that using the pin particles and using the idea of time travel. And that's good that they added that in. And it's pretty interesting how they like implement all these little scenes from other little parts from other movies. And they are able to add it into, it's kind of clever how they are able to use like stuff from him in the wasp and implement it into Endgame. Um, Like how at the end of Ant-Man and the wasp, like, Oh yeah. That gets, yeah, he's, he's like, stuck in there. So I was, I was like one of the best part, like one of the best scenes of the movie. It is, when, yeah, it is when definitely. Hank and Hope and uh, Janet Van Dyne, yeah. they all get dusted while Scott's in the quantum realm. Oh yeah, five years. But like that's where they get the time travel from. Is that Scott's like, oh, it felt like five hours. Yeah, exactly, um, and that's that whole idea of like, see you in a minute. I'll see you. In. Yep. Um. Yeah, it, it, there's a couple cheesy parts of this movie, though. That's the thing. Like, you, you know, whatever it takes. And, like, um, you know, I that... Think, I think that's kind of cool. It's kind of like... Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it, it's... Yeah, I guess so. They're, but, like, the scene where they have... They put their hands in and everything. That's, like, total... <laughs> that's, like, total, like, air, air bud, like, type yeah. shit. You know? <laughs> like, like, yeah, that's a I mean, kind of cheesy thing. Yeah. It, they, it was cool. romanticize it, yeah. It was cool because they all had like the things on their wrists, and then, yeah, yeah. It, it's another cool thing is the suits. How do you like the suits? Oh, they're sick. The, like they're all like they're all essentially Ant Man suits. Yeah, they're all CGI too. It's pretty good. Yeah, I mean the costumes are really interesting too because they're all CGI. The all every single costume mm-hmm. is all CGI, which is interesting, know, and they look right. good. They look. They are cool good. suits. I like them. Yeah, I was yeah, like pretty, I was yeah. Like I was saying before, like they're all Ant Man suits. Exactly. Really. I do like the idea. The part of t- time travel that I do love is the scenes where they revisit themselves in other timelines mm-hmm. and other, especially in New York. New York is probably yeah, like, by far the best. When Cap and Cat faced off, that yeah, was, that was cool. Like <laughs> that could have that could have been bad. Yeah, but they did it in a way that like. Oh yeah, well I love yeah when they enter New York, you just see it says New York, and then you see the the Jatari and like all their like. Oh yeah, you see that you see the scene. Yeah, exactly, and then you see like the Avengers, like the circle of like Hulk screaming, like the uh, iconic Black Widow. Yeah, they're all look. Yeah, it's awesome. It's Mm -hmm. it totally like romanticizes that whole um the the entire and gives you nostalgia. Yeah, it totally does. It's yeah. really cool. And that that's like another reason that it makes it so good. Um, and then 
I love, you know, when they're mentioning like that, oh, that's America's ass when uh, Scott yeah. Lang says that. That's yeah, pretty fine. funny. The comedy's getting this one too. Yeah, yeah. Also, um, and, uh, uh, Iron Man has his new suit. It's like sort of co- the comic accurate um, gold arms and gold legs. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty no, cool. That one was good. Um, but yeah, I, I, I like that too. And I love the when Cap goes he's they take the scepter or, or not the scepter the they take the the cube or the tesseract and he just goes no worry and he goes hail hydra and yeah that's oh no sick. yeah the elevator scene that calls back to winter soldier it totally calls back to winter i remember soldier. i was i was like i was i was expecting another elevator fight which i thought if, i so yeah cool. i think that would have been a little but, bit better but they he's saying but hail since hydra, cap smart, knew yeah. It it's it was really cool. Yeah, it was. It was and smart. like seeing the aftermath of like after Loki gets defeated up at Stark Tower. Yeah, I love that too. I love the yeah. when they're like like having the drink after they finally beat her. It's like, mm-hmm. oh yes, we're going up to lunch and then we're going back to Asgard. And that's like yeah. Thor says. <laughs> right, they're going out to lunch, which is the pro the post credit scene in uh Yeah, where they're getting shawarma. <laughs> yeah, that's it's really a lot funny. Of funny stuff. Um and with totally and hulk where he is um where hulk he's like no more stairs there yeah. are too many stairs that's pretty funny yeah. and then <laughs> tony gets like totally just like thrown away and those scenes are all really really good too and then um, we see let me see loki take the test rack and go somewhere which yeah. then is where we're gonna it's probably exactly where we're gonna pick up in the loki timeline definitely yeah we're probably gonna see him like teleport yeah definitely so. that'd be pretty neat um but yeah yeah it's a it's an interesting idea it's um totally and so they so like hulk iron man Captain america and ant-man they went to new york um and then uh hawkeye and black widow they went to vormir to get the soul stone and yeah that's sadly where Black Tasha, Widow dies. Yeah, she died. How did you feel about that one? Black Widow died. I, I thought it was like it was a logical choice. Like Hawkeye, he has a family. Yeah. Yeah, and, no, that makes sense. And also the character they kind of needed another character to die. You know, if they just had, had Tony die. Right. Really, it would have been I still been... feel like there's more left with Black Widow. Like like heck, they're coming out with a new Black Widow movie. Which yeah. I'm, which I'm pretty sure is going to be after Civil War and before Infinity War. Yeah, that's what it was because she's like going back to revisit her past or whatever. Yeah. She's that's what she says. I was watching the trailer today again. How do you like Fat Thor? Oh. Uh, I I like it. I'm not I, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Or okay, so I liked it when I first saw him. Like okay, yeah, he's struggling, but I was kind of expecting him to like have like some crazy workout scene where he just loses a bunch of weight yeah same i was expecting like when he when he like puts on when his costume fully comes on and like yeah. he is you know but um, i don't know it is i was cool. expecting that all of a sudden he would just like lose the weight yeah, yeah. and also like although it was kind of cool when, like his long beard got braided and like he got all these <laughs> warrior braids i thought that was sick I mean, I think that's kind of ridiculous. Like, I, I don't understand how, like, no. how how lightning can like convert your to to braid your beard or whatever. Well, I, don't, I mean, imagine like remember in Thor Ragnarok, he had the umbrella that he could transform into his hammer. True. So yeah, yeah, I guess yeah and so. then I guess like, will he be fat in Thor four? 
Like, there's yeah. got to be something in that. Where he's he gonna, is. he's also in, Gar- in Guardians of the Galaxy. Right, Guardians Three. Yeah, that'll be that'll, sick. That will as be. Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, that'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, how about uh, Smart Hulk? How did you Smart like that? Hulk? I I like that actually. You know, well, I'm a little. I was I was a little sad that like we didn't get to see Hulk because Hulk is like his own character now. There's Bruce and there's Hulk. Exactly. So like, what happened to Hulk? I don't know. know. Yeah. Maybe like maybe their consciousness is like combined. Yeah, you know they. I don't like how they didn't do like a sequel Hulk movie, which is too bad. I don't know if he Mark Ruffalo is never gonna be in any more movies anymore. Uh, well, he's gonna be in. He's gonna be in She Hulk. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah, I know he's gonna be in She. That I mean, She Hulk. That'll be good. You know, I love. I like. I love Mark Ruffalo as Hulk. He's yeah. He's great. He's 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 solid. They're all they're all solid. Like Robert Downey Jr. is basically Tony Stark in real life. Like if you yeah. see any interviews, he like talks exactly like him. He acts exactly like, him, like which I love. Robert Downey Jr. like pretty much like kind of made Iron Man. Like yeah, he, was, he did his personality. It, like before, it, before yeah. he was even in Iron Man, was like Tony yeah. Stark. It's like so, John Favreau wrote the role almost for him. Yeah, exactly. And Chris Evans is great because yeah, he's perfect. I think he's a greatly great cast as that leader. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, there's like Smart Hulk. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I find it funny. It's part of the comedic part of it. So is Fat Thor. I love the part where they're in the – this kind of – I didn't even know Hulk said it until I watched it the second time. Um. He goes he – goes, <laughs> he's like, listen to your mother. Stay in school, kids. Dab. He just said or so he says, subtle. Is a Hulk dab? He yeah, he goes Hulk dab. He's like something. dab or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and that was, that was hilarious. I, that I was remember funny. laughing seeing that. And – yeah, and that's pretty good. Um, well, it's so funny the CGI, like Mark. It's, it's you can easily tell it's Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, totally. Like his Over face the, yeah. greened up and bigger. Yeah, the CGI though, I think the best CGI for Hulk is definitely in the original Avengers. I think. You think? I think it's the original Avengers is the best Hulk CGI. The worst. Well, I is think like, I think some of the best Hulk scenes were in the original Avengers. Yeah, I think so too. Because there weren't too many like. Avengers, in, Age of Ultron is pretty good too. Yeah, and then even in Hulk, like in in the Incredible Hulk, two thousand eight, it wasn't horrible. It wasn't it was horrible. Kind of, it yeah, I don't know. There was like, different. yeah, it was different. They like, if you notice, like the vein, there's a lot more like veins. Yeah, like can, like like on his muscles. on his muscles, they're like vein, like liney. You can yeah, you can see all like his muscles like yeah. flexing like crazy. Whereas like for the Avengers, it was more. It was just like puffy muscles and not yeah, as much veins. Yeah. I um, wish that I wish that the Incredible Hulk sort of like because a lot of people don't even know that the Incredible Hulk two thousand eight is part of the MCU. Oh yeah, I know. It's like it's because it's because it's, it's Edward Norton. Exactly. Exactly. How would you feel if Edward Norton was still the Hulk? Like, I think it would I, be fine. He's not. He's not bad at it. Like he's not though. I don't think he's that bad. I guess that's. I guess like Mark Mark Ruffalo is like super good. I love Mark Ruffalo. Yeah, no, he's he's great. He's like that awkward, totally yeah, totally mm-hmm. awkward, complete opposite of what the Hulk is, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, he no, he's great. He's he's great in it. Um. Yeah, and so I think we got to talk about though the final battle if we're oh yeah gonna the massive pick it up. 
Yeah, so the final battle is pretty insane. After they deliver, get all the stones, Hulk is the one to snap his finger, and they're just destroyed. The thing that I, when I saw it, I was like, fuck, man. Like, they just got friggin' bombed. Like, they just got, like, yeah. totally bombed on by the by the ship, by Thanos' right. ship. But also, and I thought they were all dead after that. I was like, huh. <laughs> So, but yeah, the ship is interesting because what happens is that, like, what one of the things I read online is that Ebony Moss like took some of the pin particles, like from somebody, and then he reverse engineered them so that they have more pin particles to go from 2014 to 2023. Oh, because oh. I I don't know it's it's very confusing, but. It's, yeah, I don't know. because like I was like gonna say like they can bring a sh entire ship, like right, with everyone yeah. back in, and I guess I guess they're able to do yeah. it. But well, that was yeah, kind of weird how I I thought that was weird how the whole ship went through time in the quantum realm. Yeah, it's also yeah, it's also like ridiculous how like they they nobody there was, nobody died when um they like yeah. got totally bombed. Well, it, okay, so Captain America. Super Soldier, Thor, God of Thunder, and Iron Man. They all like everybody had protection. Yeah. I don't know. Except for like Hawkeye. Rocket is like Rocket, yeah. Ant Man, I think he's fine because he's just so small yeah, no, that he's like sh he shrunk as soon as the blast hit. Yeah, so I think he was like pretty much fine mm -hmm. after that. The one thing, yeah, and yeah, I, I totally get that. But the best scene I think is when the three of them, Thor, oh yeah, Man, when they yeah, all three face Captain off America, against Thanos, they're facing yeah. off against Thanos is just mm -hmm. awesome. And there's so many, so many like big deal comic book things that go yeah. on in this, um, in this scene. You know, you see the re like it's that nostalgia again from the original Avengers of Thor, um, Captain America, and Iron Man when they fought each other in the original. Avengers, oh yeah, and then it comes back to that in Avengers Endgame fighting off Thanos in that that's a little bit like a little reflection and character development seeing how they're finally working together to defeat this guy and finally kill him properly and it, that's when friggin Mjolnir uh he yields Mjolnir oh that's right that was awesome that was when, I was freaking out I'm, I remember you I remember. I remember yeah. everybody in the theater was. <laughs> Everyone in the yelling. theater is going insane, man. Mm -hmm. insane. There's so many like there's so many clips online. Of just every theater. Yeah, it's like, like theaters reacting to um, mm -hmm. Captain America lifting up Thor's hammer, and we see it in Age of Ultron when he's lifting it up too, where he can like almost lift it up. Right, and he Joe moved. And, yeah, he moved it. Yeah, and Joe and Anthony Russo state and they talk about how they were able to um how they he could actually lift it up he right Cap, but he's doing he, it just so yeah go ahead he could yeah he yeah exactly what you were saying he could have lifted it up but he wanted to protect like thor's ego or something yeah exactly because but like i think vision kind of destroys that ego yeah when he's just like care. yeah he doesn't that's, he that's interesting how vision can lift it up that's, yeah that's like know, another yeah. topic but yeah, we'll talk about yeah. more of that late in a bit. But um yeah, that whole scene is just 
It's great. Right. It, it's and so then, good. The full fight scene, it's got that. And, yeah. and um, then, like, the portals when, uh, when I, that Iron score, Man's yeah, down. Yeah. Iron Man's down, Thor's down, and it's just Captain America, like, getting ready to face the entire army by himself. Did Yeah, did you notice that when... Uh, I noticed. I noticed this when I was watching today, and when Captain America, he like, he um, straps his uh, well, his uh, shield, and he like, he toggles it, I guess, or he like, um, makes sure it's in place properly. You can see his bone sticking out. His bone. Yeah. What? And there's oh, like I a knew, cut. I knew he had a big gash on his arm. Yeah, but... and you can kind of see the bone, and he just. Oh he, wow. Yeah. And um, but that's when like he's has to face off and he has no other hope nobody else yeah. is there and finally here's uh, falcon, falcon yep, sam yeah. wilson on, on the comms left. on your left it's crazy awesome. it is awesome and he finally it's yeah and all the characters are there i when i when i saw that scene i was definitely tearing up freaking out even though you knew it was gonna happen you're like oh yeah. my god they're back well we didn't know how it was gonna happen Exactly. Well, because they're well, you're completely distracted by the fact that he snapped, and they should be back. Oh yeah. When I'm watching it, I'm like, oh my, yeah, oh shit, I forgot. A Hulk snapped and brought them everyone, everybody back. Yeah. And so then you see the portals open. You see um, T'Challa, uh, Okoye, Shiri. Um, it's awesome, and you, that uh, perfect score is played. Yeah. And you see, oh yeah, that's, like the song is called Portals. It's so yeah, dramatic, and you see, yeah, so it's good. so good, and you see Cap tearing up just a little bit. And every time yeah. I watch that scene, I tear up definitely because yeah. it's so great to see those characters and finally be able to defeat Thanos. And I remember just it, it, they do such a great job at uh, like building it up for the audience spider-man's coming in yeah star lord again he swings in you see star lord coming in um you see um you you see everybody pepper Potts. Potts. yeah she's in it too yeah she's in that with her um rescue armor yeah exactly and it's that's kind of cool it's really cool it's awesome um and they line up together and they go and oh (laughs) yeah and then it's like bump 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 and it's just yeah. like that that crazy thing and lining Avengers. up to fight fight off Thanos yep. and he, he uh, goes Avengers assemble. assemble and then you hear the Rah! and yep. then it finally plays that great that great um music and it goes oh, da, yeah. da, 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 da. it's it's perfect yeah. and it's like the whole battle is so huge like with the gauntlet they're like playing football with it yeah exactly yeah that's that's so great Mm -hmm. um i definitely have to say yeah it's um it's totally it's awesome it's so it's it's such a great final battle you see in every character finally finally whereas in infinity war it's like two battles two different Mm -hmm. battles it's all one in this one it's everyone together everyone finally playing uh fighting off thanos in his army mm-hmm. um and you know what scene was my favorite scene what the scene where all of the strong women came together no men i knew you were gonna say that <laughs> that was i okay well we'll have to talk about that well i'll talk about that in a bit 
let's let's finish this up. Let's finish yeah, okay. talking about yeah. and yeah, game, yeah. and then we can All talk right. about that. No, 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 no worries, no worries. <laughs> but because I definitely want to talk about that, definitely. Um, and so finally, though, you see, Tony is he snaps his fingers and he does it in. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, Thanos finally gets the thing, but then Captain Marvel comes in. She goes messes with Thanos. Yeah, doesn't really get anything. Yeah, she gets she gets socked super hard because Thanos like, <laughs> yeah, has the power, the power stone. stone. Yeah, and um, but Tony makes does that awesome quote. He goes, yeah. "I am inevitable." He goes, "I am Iron Man." And Tony yeah. is Tony sacrifices his life. He makes a sacrifice play, as said in the original Avengers. That he that um because or um cap says you're you're not the guy to make the sacrifice play whereas um he finally does that and he makes a sacrifice play mm-hmm. um i got to talk about the yeah and so it's pepper says you can rest now and oh yeah Tony dies and it, so it's so sad. it's so terrible it's so sad there's a there's another scene though that they a deleted scene of them all kneeling kneel. yeah and that, i think that would have been great i, I would have loved to see that if they added that in i mean I, I watched it it was a little eh. yeah i think i think it was almost better to leave it out yeah yeah i know you uh yeah maybe i might argue with that in a little bit but um yeah, yeah and the funeral is that man is you like know, he yeah. has that tony stark has that monologue that he has throughout the entire funeral. And I'm just, Oh yeah. The recording. I'm crying the entire time this morning when I was watching it, I was just tearing up, man. Cause it is so sad. And it goes to everybody. And yeah. And we can talk about the emotional part of it because it is pretty, the whole two movies that build up to this final thing, the whole last 10 the, years, the whole MCU led up that it's, it's built up is pretty intense. We'll talk about that in a minute, but yeah, it, it's, it has a pretty good ending, but I think it's time that we compare the two. Now that we yeah. talked about the whole idea and the parts of the movie that are good and bad, what we liked what we disliked. I think it's the idea. We got to compare the two, mm-hmm. which one is better you know, obviously, there is no one that is better, but I think we got to decide what one we think is better. And maybe that will influence the viewers to change their opinion or whatever. But I I think if I'm going to speak on terms of action, then I think the winner for action has to be Infinity War for me. And I think the reason for that is because... It, where this scene has two battles it's got one on it's got one in wakanda and then one on titan i love the whole plan that peter quill creates and that that whole plan that they have which is really good spider-man's involved with that and spider-man will always be like probably one of my favorite characters anything spider-man's in i'll see yeah. and then yeah. whereas on wakanda you have thor coming in with stormbreaker and that is probably what makes it the best for me. Right. And, like and that scene, like we talked it, about it, before. Yeah. It's probably the best. It's I'm not going to say it's better than uh, Cap with Mjolnir and uh, how he can lift Thor's hammer. But I think uh, 
I think it's I think Stormbreaker coming in might just be a little bit better because it's just you see him, he's so passionate. He goes, Bring me Thanos. That scene's just awesome. It's great. And but I think the action is better in Infinity War. Thanos is a killing machine. He can fight too. Um I think I think it's better in Infinity War for that sake. What about you? The action. Yeah, so the action, it's I think there's more there's I think there's there's more action in Infinity War, like except for the final battle. Like the the two final battles, or at least the one in Wakanda. Yeah. And the one in Endgame, like the one in Endgame is bigger and yeah, of course, but I I don't know. It's it's so hard to say. I think I'm also gonna go Infinity War just because there were all the little fights, like the train station where Captain America first shows up. Yeah. That was sick. And uh, and it's also involving more characters like uh, Ebony Maw. And there's in Proxima Midnight and Corvus Glaive, and whatever the big guy's name is. It's like, yeah. Yeah. And those scenes too, where those characters are fighting and they add that in, whereas it's just in the final battle, which is like the big scene. Uh, I think, but the I think the action is best in Infinity War. Um, how about the character development? I th- what do you think is better? Uh, I think I think Endgame has more character development, just kind of because, or not just because, but one of like the big reasons is that there's a much smaller cast of characters who were following the whole film. Yeah, true. Because and, yeah, yeah. What do you think? Okay, yeah, I I'd have to say there's better character development in um. I think I uh, I think it's Endgame too because w- you see you know Fat Thor and but he's become he's training and becoming better over this past five years and he's just you know making he's become he wants to be the better man he wants to put on the infinity gauntlet he wants to destroy thanos in but he's like he's dealing with dealt with so much in his life and his character is just constantly development developing and same with uh you know the hulk's character uh he's like turned into a completely different guy now which is pretty intense what about yeah um which is pretty good yeah um what about plot what what plot is better you think plot I think Infinity War's plot is better. Damn, we're just agreeing on everything right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I gotta say, because I love the whole story of going along with Thanos. You're on a trip yeah, with Thanos. I, know. I love that. It's awesome. There's no it's time cool. travel like following. The, yeah, we're following the villain. There's a couple times in Endgame where I just go, <sighs> okay, this is yeah. a little long. Like the scene where they're in... Um, where they go back in like the 60s i think it was yeah the 60s yeah where they go to the shield uh okay where they're with um where cap and iron man when they go back in time you're right yeah that's a little bit long it it just was for me i don't know it's um i don't know like i really i really like the story and i like how they use time travel in endgame but just infinity war is overall better with like they're they're really good at spreading out the whole parts of each character's like how they're meeting up together to fight thanos eventually yeah you know because there's there's guardians there's 
um, Cap, Sam, Wilson, Natasha Romanoff, yeah. Black like Widow, the, the Wakanda, Wakanda crew. crew. Yeah, uh, the and Titan, Titan crew, and then and Thor, Groot, and Rocket are the other. Yeah, and then they're all and they're all paced out so perfectly, mm-hmm. and it, it they finally bringing them together, but sadly they die, and that's what is so good. That final scene where um, of Infinity War is also, I think, better than Endgame because it's I like I tear up just watching Thanos sitting on the porch. Oh man, that final like, scene with the, where he's sitting I on love the porch. that music. Yeah, the music on is. Porch freaking beautiful yeah, on the, the he's sitting violin. on the porch you know uh, he's got like the retirement plan basically mm-hmm. and he's just looking out at the sunset at his accomplishments he's finally done what he wanted to do yeah. all along and he's completed his mission and and i remember going out and just like where you know you know there's another another next movie gonna happen too Whereas with the end game, you're like, oh man, it's, it's over. Whereas for Infinity War, you know, there's still going to be another one. But you're also like, fuck, man, that was insane. That was crazy. That was like, you you have such a different emotion that you've usually felt. Whereas like in end game, you have that comfort and you know, okay, well, you know, you're, you're heartwarm. It's heartwarming. Um, everyone's has a happy ending. Iron Man's character fully developed. He's good. He's good to go. And then you look at and Infinity War, and you've never felt that before because half of the characters are dead now. You don't know what happened to them. You know, Spider-Man's gone. And so that's what makes it the better plot and the better ending. I'd say that ending is better. What do you think? What about the best intro? What what movie Infinity War Endgame has the best intro to the film? Right, we already went over this, but I still oh, yeah. think it's I still think it's Endgame. Like, yeah, just like because well, that's that was a huge mystery at the end of Infinity War. Like, what's yeah. gonna happen to Iron Man and Nebula? Yeah, and True. then we see it, and like Iron Man, he like almost dies, and then yeah, Captain Marvel comes and saves them. We kind of talked about the comedy part of it too, but a little bit. But which movie do you think has the best comedy, Infinity War, or Endgame? Infinity War because like the Guardians are in it. Yeah. Uh, but Definitely. there's some like of course there's like comedic scenes in both of them. Yeah, I think Infinity War definitely has the best mm-hmm. comedy again with the Guardians of the Galaxy. Also, I love the I, I think again with the intro where um where Iron Man and Doctor Strange, they have their confrontation. They they're good against each other, and Spider Man's coming. And Spider Man's hilarious too. He's mm-hmm. like that got got that comedic charm to him, right. and that that's what's really good about it. Um, right. And Endgame was like a more serious movie. Like, it is. It's a little bit darker. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Yeah. What What do you think is has the better acting? Infinity War, Endgame. I'd gotta say Endgame. I think so too, but like when I watch these Marvel movies, it's not really acting that I'm watching. Yeah. It's not like it's not like the Joker where we're like seeing Walking Phoenix yeah. like, do this amazing That's job. True. I think it's the writing too. The writing, it's kind of sometimes at, at parts, the writing is kind of cheesy and that changes the acting performance mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but obviously, they, you got to look at the acting too. Because- right. But like, so like Robert Downey Jr. acted super good. Yeah, his his act, his performance is great. It's mm-hmm. it's captivating, and 
you yeah exactly he's got to make that decision of is he going to just in he's got this whole plan of he can he can do the time traveling he can he has he knows how to properly bring back everyone but should he do this because it's so scary and he could kill himself you know in this time in that happening Mm-hmm. And that whole part where he's like he lost how he lost um, Peter, and he's talking in the Avengers HQ, and he's all skinny and frail. That scene's great. Um, yeah, the performances are good, and I think that's a little thing that you know awards and like Oscars and Golden Globes overshadow. Like those performances are incredible. Like mm-hmm. they're they're but great. It's, it's kind of only Robert Downey Jr.'s that stands out to me. Yeah. I think, I think who has a good performance is uh, Scarlett Johansson. Her performance is really good. Same with the uh, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's lost yeah. his like entire family, and it's Jeremy Renner did. Jeremy Renner's great, and I mean, I can't, I wouldn't say like he maybe he deserved an Oscar nomination, but I'm sure like uh, Robert Downey Jr. He's held this entire like he's like literally has this entire thing on his shoulders almost like a lot of it, a big part part of it. And for like even for Endgame not to be nominated for like Best Picture at the Oscars is ridiculous, I think, because it's it takes so much like energy and cooperation to make this movie work and make it successful and make people like it. You know, there's a lot of like studios that don't know how to make them <laughs> make a superhero movie. I'm looking at DC, you know, yeah. And Justice League is not that good. It's not. I heard Snyder like Snyder cut. I'm sure I've heard good Snyder reviews. Cut. Yeah, yeah, I've heard a lot of good reviews. I'm Snyder. gonna watch that. Yeah, um, but but pretty, yeah, it's definitely good. Yeah, um, but I think it's a pretty emotional thing. I've had I've been watching these Marvel movies since I was like eight earlier like six or seven what was the first movie you saw in theaters i saw i think it was iron man 2 i saw yes it it was i didn't see the original iron man i was like four so i wouldn't okay yeah i uh i think i saw i might have seen captain america the first avenger yeah Yeah. i didn't see captain america the first avenger i saw i saw iron man 2 i remember seeing that and i loved it you know yeah obviously you love it then i yeah i mean i still i think iron man 2 is a little underrated like apart from whiplash is still yeah whatever yeah yeah and it you've you're on this entire journey and i'm so happy that i'm at the age where i get to i'm literally a kid to and being able to watch these great superhero movies that are so good each one is good like and great like there's Mm. not really there are some that are like you know thor the dark world and iron man 2 is like gotten bad reviews captain america the first avenger is like okay um (laughs) i know you i know but yeah i mean yeah there's like some that are not that good but like all of them are like hold up and they're all like look at rotten tomatoes the reviews are always good there has never been a rotten marvel movie um And I, I just love them, you know, they're they're and they've been a part of my life. And so when you see it all come to an end, you know, the end of an era, it's really, really emotional. And mm-hmm. they did Joe and Anthony Russo do such a great job at that. And that's what makes me love it so much. And it'll always be a part of my life for it'll always be a part of my life. Yeah, I'll always like have the memory of going to see these movies 
as a kid and i'll be proud to tell my children when i'm right. older about... like there like will there be something like this when like in 50 or 70 years like, i don't think maybe so. not i don't think so you know i think i'm gonna be honest i don't think they'll ever be able to do what they did in the last 10 years you know the build-up to endgame i don't think marvel will be able to do that like, again. i mean they won't I think... they won't i don't think they can Maybe if they're if they like really do a crazy good job with like the X Men and the Fantastic Four, they could do I something think... like that. They maybe could, but it's never been done like this before. You no. know, be able to like do this entire series. Like you know, James Bond has done it, uh, but they've done it over like fifty years. From the, right. they started doing it in the sixties, they've made right. like twenty what twenty two movies or something like that in the in know. like ten years, and that's insane. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. And no. to be able to do that and to have that as a kid just getting ready. Oh, next year it's going to be Ant-Man. Oh, next year it's going to be Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I'm so excited for that. I hear Hawk or I hear the Falcon's going to be in that. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. It's, mm -hmm. it's, and you get to watch like what's going to happen next, what's going to happen next. And finally, Endgame, I don't think anything will ever be able to top what Endgame did in like the amount of intensity and authenticity just it, it's created for everyone you know by the time i'll be able to see like the next end game or whatever the next oh yeah we'll be infinity old. we'll be pretty old so we'll be in our probably 30s like by the well, time it's then it if, could if be it, yeah who knows like phase four phase five i don't know i'm excited for the next spider-man though that'll be good that's oh yeah that's coming year. out this year that's right. But, yeah. And I think, yeah. And that's why every time I watch it, you know, you get so emotional with it because it's so, it's so, it, it's the end of an era and it's the end of that series. It's the, um, you know, Iron Man's done, Cap's done, Hulk's, I'm pretty much, pretty much done, I think. Thor's uh, still got a couple movies left, but yeah. Yeah. I, who yeah. knows where it'll go from here? It's pretty, they're pretty great movies, though. They're pretty mm -hmm. good. Well, I think that's it, though. To sum yeah. them all up. We really it's talked. Good. We've been here for yeah, a while. but it was uh, good. Yeah, it was a good conversation, though. Mm -hmm. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks and for having me. No problem. All right, guys. Make sure to like and subscribe. You guys can follow me on Instagram at There Will Be Movie Reviews. Um, this is our latest episode. We'll have it. I'll be having an episode next week. Um, but yeah, uh, make sure to follow me on Spotify and Amazon Music. Uh, I have a TikTok page too. Same name. There will be movie reviews, and you should make sure to check that out. So thanks for listening, everyone, and I'll see you next time. Thank you, Noah. Yeah, thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> see you guys. <laughs>